Welcome to Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon. My name is Mondo Fresco. And today, today we have a very special friend. Uh, I have a whole list of, of things that you do here. TV host, <laughs> actress, social media superstar, entrepreneur, Julissa Bermudez Bermudez. What's up? How are you? I'm so good and I'm so excited to be here. And just seeing this growth is amazing, Mondo. Yeah, thank you. I, I'm so, so excited and proud of you. Like, this is awesome, for real. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Jalisa and I, we go <laughs> back, man. We go back. And, and it's, it's good to see, I guess, like our mutual growth and hustle. Mm -hmm. um, it's, who was it, like two, 2016, I think we, uh, that's what I think we, when we met around that time. Yes. We had launched Hubwave. Yes. Um, what what it where we are now um and wild to see everything that you're doing everything that you've done um you're one person that always stays super super busy you just launched <laughs> i try something very very important that we'll talk about in a little bit but yes. all right so this show is all about inspiring and motivating and i knew from the get-go that i needed to have you on this seat Julie, the hot seat because of all the amazing things you do and you Thank do, you. you know, for the community and, and, and just when it comes to representation, you do that so, so well of working your butt off, but also waving, you know, the, the, the Latino flag, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, um, yeah. So anyway, I, I'm super excited to have you here. I want to take it back People know you for a million, the million things that you do, and you <laughs> I do am well. A multi-hyphenate hustler. Yes, that is for sure. And you do very, very well. Thank you. Uh, I want to take it back to when you initially don't age me, Mondo. Start, start, <laughs> How started. How back are we talking? <laughs> uh, when you first got into the entertainment business, uh, it was your love for hosting. Yes. TV hosting. How did that come about? And, you know, I always ask this question uh, when it came to your family, to your parents, um, when you told them, hey, I want to be a TV host. How was that for them and for you? Well, it actually started with the love for the arts um, growing up in New York and uh, Broadway, the Great White Way and, you know, going to Times Square and thinking like, oh, one day this is what I want to do. Yeah. Because in New York, they actually let you choose a high school, a specialty high school. So if you want to study to be a pilot, you can go to Aviation High School, which is in Queens, by the way. Shout out to Queens. Hey. <laughs> um, but I went to Performing Arts High School yeah. and traveled from Queens into the city to study drama and theater arts. Um, that was my major. So my love really was there for that. But um, how I got into it, and it wasn't even so much that I told my parents, like, this is what I want to do. It was more about um, attending uh, Sweet 16 of a cousin of mine that I didn't even know was my cousin because, you know, Latino family. <laughs> That's just how that yeah. goes down sometimes. And my mom told one of my cousins, um, Jeronimo, who was auditioning and he was acting and doing a bunch of different things in, in the arts yeah. and in the entertainment business. 
So my mom was like, ponte a hablar con tu primo. Él, él está haciendo toda esa vaina. So I was like, okay, mom. So me puse a hablar con mi primo. And he was telling me how um, he had this manager, this viejita out of Long Island that would send them on auditions. And he gave me her info. And I said, okay, cool. So I ended up sending her a picture of mine. Didn't hear anything for months. And then out of nowhere, she messages me saying that she's having auditions. She comes into the city um, every month and a half or something um, to hold auditions because she was based in Long Island. And that's how she would do her sort of scouting. So I go, I audition for her. She makes me read this commercial. I remember it vividly. <laughs> and then I don't hear anything again. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, there goes that. And then she sends me my very first commercial. And it was a Wendy's commercial. And I booked it. Nice. And that's how I got my SAG card and became a SAG after member. And then everything kind of snowballed from there. She sent me on an audition for a show called The Roof. If you know me from that, then you know that that was the first show that I ever hosted in life. I had no idea what I was doing, <laughs> bopping around, barely knew what a prompter was because we didn't even have that. It was very budget. Yeah. We literally had a Sony TV screen next to the camera. So I mm -hmm. thought that that's what a prompter was because that's where the words were. Yep. So for a long time, I was completely hosting, looking in the wrong direction <laughs> and quickly learned like you might want to look into the camera if you want to connect to the audience. So needless to say, that was my training ground, if you will. Um, I was a sponge every day on set, learning, growing. And um, that's what ended up happening. Um, I did the roof for almost two years and that was based in Miami. So I essentially picked up and left my family and went to Miami to do that. Wow. And then went at this back point, to how York. old are you at this? I point? was 19. Wow. I was 18 when I booked it. And then 19 when I actually started, um, I turned 19 a few months after and um, started um, on TV and, and hosting. And that was the first time that um, yeah, I even was on camera besides, you know, going on auditions and doing commercials and stuff. And, um, that was my training ground, truly. And then as green as I was, and green is a term in the business, as you know, yeah. when you're very new and fresh and you kind of don't know what you're doing. But as green as I was, I knew enough that the contract that they were throwing my way was going to lock me in for a really long time and not that much pay. And I thought to myself, dang, like, I think that I need to go back to New York and didn't sign the contract and took a huge leap and basically going back to New York to see what that was going to do. And in between, I did some modeling and then I auditioned for BET when they were looking for um, hosts. And then I booked that. And a lot of people think that that was my very first hosting job, yeah. but it actually wasn't. Um, BET came after The Roof and Mundos and then came MTV and things sort of built and built. And it was kind of, I never looked back after that. Yo, you know what? I remember you on, <laughs> oh, on Mundos. Really? Like now that you're like, you're telling me, bean. no, like I re I remember that. And of course, a lot of people know you from 106 in park. Mm -hmm. um, how, Which was a show that I never was supposed to host, but we can get into that. Yeah. In I mean, how, how big of, of, a, of an impact was that for you being like, I guess, your your big break you can call mm -hmm. how was sure. how was that for you i mean i i even say mundos too because um we we were i still think to this day personally obviously people can disagree but i think that being on mundos as a network and the roof in particular that was a trailblazing show 
There wasn't any other show that was live for two hours that was showcasing the different genres of music that we were mixing. Yeah. We had Teo Calderon, Daddy Yankee, Evie Queen, all of them on way before reggaeton became the Latin wave or, right. you know, a moment for mainstream music. You know, yeah. then we also had hip hop artists. The first person I ever interviewed was Fat Joe. Yeah. Then we also had um, DJs like DJ Tiesto because The Roof then started doing um, uh, Dance Fridays and we had a bunch of different DJs from that genre of music. So it was really, when I say groundbreaking and trailblazing in that regard, right, there wasn't right. any other show that was mixing also West Coast Latinos with um, Latinos in Texas and then also Latinos on the East Coast. So that was different in that sense as well. Overall, I think we were we were definitely ahead of the times. Yeah. And, um, you know, for those that know, they know. And it was great because to this day, I'm still a huge fan of all the genres of music. I still love reggaeton. I still um, listen to all the genres of music and to see, you know, when Daddy Yankee, you know, had the big Latin wave of gasolina and, and that was the thing that they wanted to label. And I was like, no, you guys don't understand. Like, it's this is not a wave. This right. is... A, this is part of the culture and it's here for mainstay. It's not just a blip in what's pop culture at the moment. Right. Especially. All. And now to see what it's done worldwide. Oh, for sure. Bad yeah. Bunny being like the biggest artist in the exactly, world. Yeah. Exactly. So um, it was it was really cool. I mean, when you're young and ambitious and like have all that energy and when you are green, that's the beauty. The most beautiful thing about being labeled green or new and fresh and all these things is because you're learning and Shoot, I didn't grow up with anybody famous in my family, so my parents thought I made it when I was on Telemundo and Mundo. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, I wanted to know a casa, and I'm like, uh, don't get it twisted. Just because on TV does not mean I'm rich, which you also quickly learn. I mean, there's so many things, um, but it's fun, and I got to um, literally leave New York and go to Miami to host my first show, and. Who does? I mean, when you just say it out loud, it's like, wow, a dream. No, that's crazy. That's great. Like at 19 to yeah, do that, that's, I that's, I, I started doing radio at 18, 19 and that was like, and I, so I moved from Southgate to Burbank, mm-hmm. which is roughly, I mean, in traffic an hour. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, that was eye opening for me because I got to see, and I'm, I was still in LA County, mm-hmm. but it was still very eye opening um i got outside of my bubble i'm sure that was that was huge for you yeah did you intern first i how how did it go so so i started uh i started doing promotions okay because when i wanted to be an intern please don't hate me if i don't know this story they didn't take no no so so (laughs) they didn't so so i i tried to be an intern at power Mm -hmm. and they didn't call me back to be an intern okay three months later um i'm at a cvs and i get a call and they're like, hey, are you still interested to work at Power? I'm Jeez, like, yes, I'm still interested. Um, but so now... your long-ass CVS receipt is printing. You're like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm over here like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh-huh. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah. I'm really got to roll this up real quick. And uh, I got a call back, but it wasn't to be an intern anymore. It was to be in promotions. It was to be part of the street team. So okay. I was in the street team for six months. And uh, six months later, uh, one of the, the program directors um, just walked up to me and he said, hey, you know, we really like your personality. Are you interested to be on the radio? And I was like, 
internally I was like, what? Yeah, Are you yeah, kidding? Yeah. Like, what Did the you hell? Play it off cool. Oh yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm interested. Right. But inside, right, I'm like right. dying. I'm like mm-hmm. melting inside. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much how how it happened. They asked for a demo, gave them a demo. Actually, gave them three demos. Wow. But the thing is, they knew they wanted me to hop in and be on the radio after the first demo. The second and the third is just to see how bad I wanted it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So how did you end up recording that and learning the board? And Because uh, I've never done, I mean, I've dabbled in radio, but I've never had a radio show. Yeah. And um, people always talk about the board and it's actually a lot easier to learn, but that always intimidated me. I'm like, oh, I don't yeah. know. That's a lot of yeah. buttons. Yeah. No, the board, Next the board you know, is pretty. I'm off the air, pressing the wrong button and people are like, what's happening? I, I used to have nightmares this is real i used to have nightmares of dead air mm-hmm. right when i would i would just be dreaming that the music went off and i tried hitting another song and i had every all my oh all my, my i had my mixer up i had my levels up and everything but there was still like nothing going on the air and i'd had a few <laughs> nightmares like that but um no it, it could it could be overwhelming at first because you see the board. It's like huge. Yeah. And um, so many buttons. But you'd be surprised. It's it's almost like really four to eight buttons that you really just press. Okay. Um, like four with the mics and then four with the music. And that's pretty much it. Right, but right, right. It's an intimidating thing to have in front of you. It's like a spaceship, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's That's actually a great way to describe it. Yeah. So... I recorded my my first demo in my college. So I was going to Cerritos College. Shout out to Cerritos hey, College. AutoZone. I hey. know that commercial. It's Cerritos AutoZone. That's, <laughs> Cerritos. That's, the only, that's the only way I know Cerritos. Cerritos Auto Square. Auto Square. Oh, okay. Auto Square. Well, maybe I don't know the commercial. <laughs> it's like a whole boulevard of cars. Oh. They have every Cerritos, single dealership. Auto Square. Okay, there you got go. it. Servino, Zano, Square. Yeah, shout out to them. I'm not from here, but when I first moved here, I would hear it all the time. And I'm like, where is Cerritos? Yeah, yeah. Have you been to Cerritos before? I actually have, because I had a friend of I have a friend of mine, Jerry, who um does um fulfillment and his warehouse is in Cerritos. So the first time I ever went to go visit him, I was like, Where's this auto square zone? Or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. So the college, Cerritos College is like a few uh, blocks away from Cerritos Auto Square. So okay. that's where I was going to college and I was going for radio and TV broadcasting. Nice. And we had a whole little radio station there and that's where I first recorded. I recorded all three demos off uh, Cerritos College. That's so popping. Yeah, yeah. I was I was hungry, you know. See, and- the, the value of the arts and, and giving opportunities. I mean, like I said, in New York, they do have specialty schools where if you are interested in something, plus it, I think it also saves you a lot of time as well. I mean, I don't know if they have those kind of high schools out here, but the fact that you can go to a college that's local and um, start to experiment in something that you think that you really want to do right. because people waste a lot of time in something that they think they want to do. And then when they get to doing it or they go through the whole program and then realize this is not what I want to do at all. Right. So they, yeah, yeah, they, they go through the whole program, they graduate and they're like, you know what? I'm going to do something else. I'm going to be an actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It happens. It ha- See, I, I always tell people to go to college just to 
figure something out, like mm. see what you love, right? Like what's funny is out of, out of high school, I had the grace to go to like a UC to, mm. to go and transfer to a university, but I didn't know what I wanted to do, Julia. Right. I had, I had no clue. So I went to a, a community college to figure it out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I figured it out. And, and uh, hello, you you definitely figured it out. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank you. So let's let's talk about your man. You're a a multi hyphenated uh, talent, creative entrepreneur. <laughs> um, you have a new show. Yes. Called it's me, it's me Julisa. <laughs> uh, talk to me about uh, your your new program. So it's me, Julissa. It's a show on YouTube, essentially my YouTube channel, but also on my Clio TV, which is um, so Clio TV is part of the TV One family and it is their women's empowerment network, if you will. They have awesome programming geared towards women, women of color, um, Latinas. And um, I just think what they're doing is amazing. And when I got approached, I said, well, and I even told you this when I got here. I'm like, do you feel weird? Because I'm so used to being the one inter- doing the interview. Right. So right. I personally am never a fan of getting interviewed myself. Yeah. But obviously this is different because. We, yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. We're friends. And um, I, I can remember some memories of when we met because we actually were brand ambassadors for Hennessy. And this trip where we really bonded with all the other ambassadors, we drank a lot. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Los Racas. Yes. Yeah, yeah, shout yeah, out yeah, to yeah. Los Racas. Um, we drank so much on that trip and had the best time. They flew us out to Paris and it was amazing. Shout out to Hennessy because they really gave us a world class experience, first sure. class experience. And it wasn't just about, you know, the drinking and it was how to drink like on a curated next level. And I don't know about you, but I learned so much yep. in how to entertain. And when you do have like the things that you can do with um, drinking and, and how to put together, you know, a, a sophisticated cocktail and all these things that were, and, and also then the elements of the arts that they incorporated in our trip and the whole ambassador program. I thought that was so dope. I, and, and obviously I got to meet cool people like you, um, Los Racas. Um, who else was on that trip? It was I'm trying to remember. It now. was it was us. It was us three for the most part. And yeah. And we had, you know, our guests, our family. You took your, your yes. mom with you. Yes. That was the first time my mom ever went to Paris. And the fact that I got to give her that experience was insane. We stayed at that, which we still aren't sure if it's haunted or not. Yeah. yeah. We stayed at, <laughs> we stayed at the uh, famous Hennessy Chateau. Yes. Chateau de Banglonet, which the is the house of Hennessy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, it was Man, that that trip was planes, trains, and automobiles. For sure. We literally had to fly from... So I flew from L.A. to then pick up my mom in New York, to then flew from New York. From, I went L.A., New York, Paris, and then when we landed in Paris, we had to take a train to the House of Hennessy, the, the Chateau, which was in the countryside of France. Oh, my God. And Yeah, Cognac. It was yeah, in Cognac. In Cognac, France. In Cognac. I didn't even know there was a city called Cognac. I had no idea. Yeah. But champagne, that's where they make champagne. Cognac, <laughs> yeah. that's where they make Cognac. So we had to take 
a train from Paris to Cognac and then a bus yep. from when we got to Cognac to the real countryside, yep. which was another, I mean, yo estaba mareada. I was straight up dizzy. <laughs> and the I was falling asleep everywhere. Yeah. Do you remember? I literally, any chance I got was like... I, yeah, I do. I do remember. Because the time <laughs> difference was eight hours. First time I ever experienced that. But we had such a good time. And like I said, I got to meet you, like really bond and, yeah. you know, really dope people. So, um, wow, that was 2016. That's crazy. What I remember most about that trip when it came to the experience was that it was, it, they had this, this liquid within the barrels called the eau de vie. Oh, yes. Right? Yeah. Uh, which is water of life, the mm -hmm. eau de vie. And I had no idea. I really, prior to going to Cognac, France, um, I thought it was just like, you know, like the way they would make soda or something. Like right. water and uh, like put the syrup in there or whatever. You make Cognac. Make like, it bam. fizz and you're good. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> no, not at all. So they have these these barrels, a bunch, a bunch of barrels uh, where they have the eau de vie. And then um, they have the, this family yeah. that test these ODVs, mm -hmm. you know, on a daily basis. And they, they say, okay, this barrel is ready. This barrel is not ready. Let's put it back into, you know, the, with the rest of the barrels. And yeah. sometimes there's barrels that have been there for like 80 plus years. Oh, my gosh. That was mind-blowing. And it just made me think about how greatness takes time. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's it, it's just not ready. What a great takeaway. It's not ready. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's I, I took I really, really took that in. And I'm like, man, you have to take your time with certain things for it to be great. Yes. OK. You know what I'm saying? Dropping gems. I mean, I'm like, do you remember how much we drank on that? Trip? He's like, <laughs> all philosophical about it. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Dang, you're right. Because I, I mean, do remember that, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that was a really dope experience because they let us do some tasting. Right. So we would taste the eau de vies. Yeah. Right, like we knew what we were doing. Not at all. I was like, as mm. long as I keep my pinky up in the air, <laughs> yeah. I might look like I know what I'm doing, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's crazy. Like the amount, like these, the the family. It's like uh, it's it's stricter than like a um, like a presidential family. They can't travel on the same plane mm -hmm. or in the same car. Like they can't afford losing more than I guess one person at a time if an yeah. accident does happen. It's so important what this family does for you know for for this Dang, company. That's crazy to remember that because. There were so many elements of that trip, and that was a once-in-a-lifetime experience for yeah. sure. Even meeting the members of that family that do that specifically. I mean, that is the most, one of the most specific jobs I think I ever even knew existed. Right, right. And just to think like, no, this one's not ready. Right. It's and not then, quite ready. Let's put it back. And yeah. think about how long some of these barrels have been in there. Like every year, every, I don't know, every couple months, they like take a sip and they're like, no, nah, let's put it back. Yeah. And, and some ODVs are ready like within a year. Right. So that's, that's crazy. And even just seeing the process, the distill, the still, visiting the distillery and seeing yes. the distillation. Is that the right word? Yeah. 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 Yes. Process. You got it. <laughs> I'm like, give me the word. Where's the word? <laughs> 
But visiting the distillery and, um, you know, saying like minimum of three months, it's in there getting prepped for, you know, the average bottle that you're like swinging around right. in the club. <laughs> right. And and it's not just like, you know, the this the, what's in, in, in these barrels. It's not cognac yet. Right. You it's, know, it becomes it becomes cognac when you mix different eau de vies. Yes. Smile blown, man. Right here. That's crazy. But uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, it's it was definitely like a once in a lifetime opportunity. And have you been back to France after that? I haven't been back to France. Really? I know was you that have. Your first time ever? It was. Wow. It was. Okay. It was my first time ever. I've been to Europe a few times, mm-hmm. but I haven't gone back to to France or Paris. Uh, I know you have recently. Yes. Uh, yes. Co- couple I of, couple went, of weeks ago. I went in. Yeah, in the summertime, towards the end of the summer. Um, I fell in love. I mean, hello, said every girl ever, right? I fell in love with Paris and just um, thought, okay, where else can I explore? Because one thing about Europe, once you're, or one thing about, I guess, certain places in Europe, once you're there, it's a lot easier to travel to other countries within right. Europe. So then I started going to Ibiza for the summers. I was obsessed with London and um you know, I still want to go back and obviously now that things are open again, tackle all these other places. I want to go to Amsterdam, which I didn't get a chance. I haven't done that yet. So what's your favorite thing about Paris? The um, besides the shopping yeah. <laughs> and the accents, um, I love this might be random, but I love French eggs and breakfast like French scrambled eggs with a baguette psh, winning Wow. Yeah. I know it's very specific. It is very specific. And it's crazy because I love Dominican (laughs) breakfast. Maybe. And this is the weirdest thing about it because I never eat breakfast on my day to day. But I will. I love some French breakfast and Dominican breakfast are my favorite. That's cool. I'm not I'm not a big egg guy, (laughs) Um, but uh, I'm I'm uh, open to trying new things. What's what's in a what's in a, a French so their eggs, the way they're scrambled, first of all, they take their time in um, low heat. I believe you make them with uh, cream. Um, you, They have chives, but it's the way they scramble them, the process. They're fluffy. They're not like super well done. Um, and then that warm baguette with that butter. The bread so fire in the France. Bread. And it's so <laughs> or, organic in a sense that you can eat all the bread in the world out there. And for some reason, you don't gain weight. Yeah. Yeah. I remember everywhere we went, it was like, here, try this bread. Here, mm-hmm. have this bread. Everything Here's some more bread. bread. Yeah. No, but it yeah. was. It's, it's definitely a good time. Um, speaking of, of a good time, um, you've been having, it seems like the time of your life with this uh new endeavor yes this endeavor this entrepreneurial um jump for you because i mean you've been an entrepreneur but now it's you're kind of stepping into a whole new thing with republica yes uh i know we have republica uh right over here On deck. what can you tell me <laughs> Thank you. about this 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 amazing product of yours um, I love that you have taken away that I am having the time of my life because entrepreneurship is, <laughs> it, 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 it may look fun, but trust me, it's not all fun and games. It's not that for the is, week. It is certainly not for the week. 
it might as well be Game of Thrones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is uh, Murphy's Law, in a sense. Anything yeah. that could go wrong will absolutely, positively go wrong. Um, and that is to say, and really entrepreneurship for me, because you said that I have been, but this is the first time that I've created something that I don't have to show up for um, physically to make money. So this is living on a website, republicaskin.com, and having this conversation with you right now. People are checking it out. They're checking out. They're buying it, hopefully, God willing. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, it's a different form of um, creative, artistic expression and, um, yeah, not physically having to show up somewhere to collect a bag yep. and, and, and a paycheck. So it's a sugar body polish. This is my debut product. It's inspired by, it's a heritage brand. It's inspired by Dominican Republic, which is where I was born. And the reason why it's a sugar body polish is because I was obsessed with exfoliating. Like I wanted to figure out how can I create a product or get my body to look like when I'm in the Caribbean, which is supple, dewy, glowy. And growing up in New York, ashy, dry flaky <laughs> that was not the case yeah, so yeah. um you know visiting the dominican republic um you know in my childhood and and back and forth from new york to santo domingo and getting inspired by the caribbean that's how it came about and sugar because um it's one of the most natural resources that we do have in dominican republic and um that's really how it came about and I wanted to create a luxury product that wasn't going to be at a luxury price. Wow. So when you get Republica, it's 16.9 ounces of product. And when you open it, you'll see it's got little um, toquecitos, I like to call them, that make it special. Um, born in Dominican Republic, made in the USA. Amazing. Um, so, yeah, this is my my baby right here that I've been working on. Can I? Can I? Of course. You Check should open out. it. And, should and I open it? Yeah, do an unboxing. All right. I don't want. No, I don't want to open it. Should we open it? No, I don't want to open it for You're you. You're so funny. Open it. <laughs> open it. Open all right. It. All right. Yeah, I all have right. nails. I'll I'll take Here. the seal off so that. All right. Yeah, you take the seal off, nice and. Okay. Seamless there. No, it's 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 a beautiful packaging. Thank I, I've you. seen, uh, I've seen on your on your IG. There you go. <laughs> uh, all right. I've seen on your Men IG. Men are so funny when it comes to products and, and <laughs> beauty and skincare and body products. It's like, by the way, this is for everybody because we are we can all get dry, ashy, and flaky, okay? Hell, yes, we can. So that's a trifold. When you open it up, it's got some product information, brand story, uh, QR code that leads you to the site, um, and just so more dope. information about it. Everything has been really thought out and curated. I didn't think I was a perfectionist until I started this process. It's been in the making for about two and a half years. I was really adamant oh, about cool. making it vegan, cruelty-free, organic. And it was really hard um, to find a lab that can sort of meet those needs and also with the scent and how I wanted it to feel. This is exciting. Yeah, exciting really stuff. Is. What can you tell me about? Uh, I mean, I'm a dude. So, so. that's a <laughs> so that's a bamboo scoop. A um, bamboo scoop. I was gonna call it a spoon. You see? That's... Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a wooden spoon as well. Um, and it's when I say bamboo, it's all natural materials. So it's 100% bamboo. So it's not gonna go bad in the shower. Super and cool. the reason why I wanted to do the scoop is because um, 
you know, I'm a girl. I have long nails. Sometimes they're short. Sometimes they're long. However, but I mix it up. I, and, and people in general, I didn't want you to have to dig into the product. So I thought the scoop was a really nice way to experience the wow. product and also not wasteful. So you can get what you need. Um, you know, now we've been sanitizing, washing our hands so much. So when it feels dry, you just take a little scoop and boom, 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 brand new hands. Take a scoop when that pedicure is at that third week mark and it's not that fresh. You take a scoop, you hit your feet, brand new feet. Um, oh, but man. yeah, please open it and smell it because that's really where, that's where I think really, people. That's where the magic happens. That's where the. I mean, the magic happens when you experience it in the comfort of your own home and shower. But wow, this smells amazing. Do you feel transported? That yes. was also the goal. I wanted you to feel as if you took a trip to the Caribbean. I'm in the Dominican Republic. Yes. Right now. So that's macadamia oil, avocado oil, oh, wow. vitamin E, shea butter. Cocoa butter, I mean, all the things that you smell, and squalane, which is a product, and a, uh, I should say it's in the product. It's one of an, another main ingredient, but it's something that our body naturally produces for hydration and moisture. And over time, it starts depleting, similar to like hyaluronic acid. But um, we source ours from plants, never animals. A lot of brands, it's a bit controversial in that sense because squalane is so rich. Um, that a lot of people source theirs from shark liver and we were able to find it and and people and brands have were able can to we find get a close-up to this here guys <laughs> um that you can get squalane from sugarcane and from plants yeah cool man <laughs> i love that i love that there it's you go. wild to see it when you have a vision you know how it is mando i mean you sit here and you this is incredible right and i'm sure every day that you walk in you think like gosh the vision came to life yeah so that's yep. essentially what Republica is i'm so happy for you thank you i'm so and you know what i just love how into it how passionate you are about it's not it's not like oh here's this thing that i put together and no um i did not just slap my name on that and entrepreneurship 101 the lesson i definitely learned is you better love what it is you're about to create and have that vision, zero in on it, and other people may not see it, but if you see it, you better go for it and stick to it and really want it more than anything else because it's going to be, it, for some people maybe it's hard, their experience is different, but for me, I certainly have gone through roller coaster of events and emotions and all the things to create this product. So. I feel like there's so much of you within that product oh good i i i i mean i i hear it i hear it in your voice mm -hmm. and i feel it <laughs> um and even just you i'm sure you learned a lot about skincare oh yeah and got into it uh i mean how was that process see there's the thing at the end of the day i sort of grew into being a beauty influencer by way of my love for skincare and beauty, which is crazy because I grew up with three older brothers and I was a total tomboy. But um, in the business, when I was sitting in different hair and makeup chairs, I would gather information every time because there were moments where I would get offered jobs and opportunities. And you know, there's not always a budget for, you know, you're a guy, so it's a little bit different, but for as a woman in the business of for hair and makeup or, yep. you know, new people touching your face every time as a woman uh, may not have your the right shade for your foundation or 
can do your curly hair, you know, if I want to rock it like this, straight. So you start learning and picking up quickly how you want to look on camera and how you want to be represented because that makes you feel comfortable as well in front of the camera. So I say that to say that my love for beauty and, and, and skincare and all the things really grew. And I just started researching and learning. And um, I also met my mentor along the way who has an organic pet care and hair products. And that was a blessing because then eventually got connected to the right lab and all the things that you just don't even think about and that go into, I mean, you when you're a customer, a consumer, you just buy something that you like, but you don't think about all the sacrifices and you don't think twice about right. how that product even made it into your home. Right. So that was something that I wanted to explore in show in um, showcasing um, on It's Me, Julissa and um, on my YouTube channel. So you'll see that journey. Um, and then when you experience it, I, I mean, one of the biggest compliments is you telling me that you can sense my passion and 1000% you light up, you yeah. light up for real. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's it's beautiful to see Thank and you. and you know being an entrepreneur is is not for the weak nope. at heart or the yeah it, <laughs> uh, it's it's something that takes a lot of dedication mm -hmm. a lot of time a lot of literal blood sweat and tears yes. um, a lot of tears what I'm what, not a crier and I became like the biggest crybaby doing this process especially to do it during a pandemic and especially self funded. So yes. essentially, all of the money that I've made, maybe not every single dime, but the majority of the money that I made in this business and in entertainment and on TV, um, I shouldn't say that in quotes, but on TV, um, I decided to invest in myself. Yeah. Like instead of going out and buying that dream car or that house that, you know, that I can whip around in and, it, you know, into my garage or whatever, I thought... I really feel like I can fill a void in an oversaturated market that is the beauty industry. And if I do it right, and if I put my name on something after co-signing all these other brands and products as a beauty influencer, build up my trust enough when people see me saying, I love this concealer, I love this, I love that, and they go and buy it, and then they say, oh my God, thank you for recommending it, or doing my friend's makeup, or telling them, hey, you know, if." I, and I'm not an esthetician by trade. I have friends that are that were also very involved in this process. And, you know, another thing you learn as an entrepreneur, who's around you? Who can you get experience um, firsthand from? Who can you get advice from? I have friends that are incredible and own multiple brands that have told me do's and don'ts. So all of the things. Yep. Um, I don't know. I probably went off on a tangent, but... Yeah, you just, it's a learning curve. So I decided to bet on myself ultimately is the, is the moral of the story. Instead of going out and buying that dream car, I was like, you know what? I'm going to self-fund this and I'm going to, because <laughs> that's another thing, it's invoice after invoice when you're, a, <laughs> when you're an entrepreneur and self-funding. So you're like, wow, do I really want this that badly? Yeah. And yes, the answer is yes. Yeah, no, and, and there's, I think there's, there's beauty behind uh, being self-funded too, because yeah. you there's so much more heart that that goes into it. Um, when we when we launched Hubwave Media, yeah. we had um, we had investors, we had people that were interested in investing, and and Julie, I was like, 
No, <laughs> like I want to, I want to do this on my own. Yeah. And it, it, it's going to take a little longer, mm-hmm. but we're going to get there. We're going to the get, oh, Divi, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Yes. That barrel. <laughs> Shout out to that barrel one time. <laughs> uh, no, it's real though. It's real. Like, you know, you, you think about, there's all these companies, whether it's in, you know, the beauty, skin, uh, skincare, or, yeah. uh, media, fashion, whatever it is. Um, Streaming. Right. That, that you know, there's investors that come in and, you know, all right, that we'll give you all the money you want or need. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, uh, you know, that's, uh, what is it? Uh, um, other people's money, OPM, right? I did, I did mom, M-O-N. Okay. MOM, right? My own money. My own money. That yep. I, I decided to to invest. And there's just so much more heart and passion. And you're like, man, I'm investing my own money into yeah. this. I'm not gonna fail. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna go hard. And yeah. Um and and I think you also make better decisions when you use your own money as opposed to like, eh, it's just it's just money that I was, you know, that someone gave me for right. the time being. So I, th- I think the decisions are a little more well thought out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just think it's so it's so beautiful that that you're following your, your passion. So did you go the route of self-funding because you were really a stickler about your vision and how you wanted things to be done? or and, and you thought that you couldn't necessarily do that with someone else's money or they wouldn't necessarily see your vision full through? Or was it because you did want that sort of reward of saying that, yeah, I did this with my own and self-funded and all of that? I think it was more of of the latter. It was more so me wanting to do something on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, not on my own. I mean, it, it takes it takes right. an army, right? Essentially, yes, for um, sure. But when it came to investors, but the number one thing was I didn't want to owe anyone any money. That part. Because people can be like, hey, I'll give you a million or five million dollars. And you're like, okay, great. But they forget that you have to pay that money back. Yo, the added pressure of that is another level. Yeah. I was like, no. Now I'm ready to take people's money, though. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm fully ready. I'm like, yeah. Let's do it. Dame los chavos. I I forget who says chavos. But like, yeah, let me get them the dinero. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, now I'm ready, but it's kind of the thing you learn to be ready for, I guess, once you have put your, your own money up. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's, it's so authentic and organic what Mm -hmm. you're doing. It's not like you're doing something that, you know, people just don't buy into it. Like, like you said, you've, you've been part of the skincare community and, uh, I mean, you you have a you have beautiful skin. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, so it's it's very it's very believable. It's very organic. It's not like you. you know uh, something that people don't buy or mm-hmm. buy into. Like it's 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 Julissa. It's skincare. It's thank you. you know it's b- well, it's beautiful. something that I've definitely have talked about and demonstrated for a while. You know, if you follow me on social, then you know this through tutorials and. Um, you know, doing collaborations with other brands. And that was the thing for me. It's like, okay, I can co-sign other brands. uh, And I just wanted to have that same passion in my own because it's weird. Sometimes you think when it's your own thing because you're not getting paid by someone, like that's the true test of how passionate you are about something. Because I speak to you about Republica 
as if I was getting a, you know, million dollar check from a conglomerate. And no, I'm not. But I can also speak in this passion and in, in this way because of all the things, the blood, sweat, and tears that you reference when being in this entrepreneurial space. So Now, when we've yeah. had previous guests on the show, we talk about um, manifestation, yes. right? There's been actors and athletes and um, artists that come on the show and they're like, oh, I want to collab with this person mm -hmm. or uh, I want to be part of a, you know this film or I want to, and it it's happened. It's happened and people like hit me like, yo, Mondo, it's crazy. So <laughs> I want to give you the stage now. What is it that you want for Republica? Like coming to the stage. <laughs> um, for Republica, I mean, I want it to be embraced and I want it to be on a global scale. I want to be in stores and when, whether you know the brand story or not, you can at the end of the day, be intrigued to walk over to see it at a Sephora or a big beauty store overseas, a Douglas or Douglas, however you say it, you know, over in Europe. And, you know, um, these these stores that I walk into in Ulta Beauty and, and these places that I personally, as a beauty junkie, love to walk into and discover new products. I hope one day that Republica is in so many stores and so many doors that people are doing that and walking over and are intrigued and then have the same sensorial experience when they open it and smell it and say, oh my gosh, I want to know more about this brand and how can I get, you know, polished? And I, that's really what I hope. But in that, also hoping that I inspire other, you know, women that have dreams to create something that they want to fill a void in, that they feel like they can do it. And then taking it back to Dominican Republic, having that charitable aspect of um, giving back, you know, um, in the farming industry, especially because sugarcane is one of the biggest um, and main um, in resources and, and, and particularly for Republica and the formula. Caña. Yeah, exactly. Um, you you got to call it caña as well? Yeah, caña. Yeah, yeah, pura caña. Um, caña de azúcar. And... Yeah, that's what, I mean, obviously, it's only, my, my brand is only a product, I should say, because the brand, you know, obviously is, was established before the actual product uh, launched. Right, right. But the actual product has only been around for not even two months. That's crazy. So, of course, these are very long-term goals, but I think day by day, you never know. But I'm already seeing the impact, Julie. It's Thank it's already, you. yeah, no, and, and it's a great product. Like It's, <laughs> it's, it's one it's, of those things that you just have to try it. Like I can speak... I obviously can talk about it all day until I'm green in the face, blue in the face. <laughs> but unless you try it you and experience it, you don't know. What advice would you give to someone that wants to be an entrepreneur uh, today? Uh, definitely make sure you want it. I mean, it goes back to what I was saying, like that passion. You literally have to be so passionate about the vision that you have for whatever it is because there's going to be times where people so many people are not going to see it and right. you have to and you're going to question yourself whether you it's the right thing or not that you're doing and whether it is something you should be not wasting your time on spending your time on um that is i think 
the most crucial is and if you can find a mentor oh my gosh even I, I highly recommend a mentor do you have a mentor I don't have you ever had a mentor I haven't it's amazing I, you it's know what I don't want to say I haven't I just I've 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 had I guess different friends mm -hmm. and that I've you know uh people in your life people that, yeah. yeah that have helped me throughout and but like to to say that oh I've had a mentor um, I, I, I have it. And you know what, Julia, I, I'm, I'm glad you say that because for a very long time, mm -hmm. I felt like I never had a mentor just when I first started my career in eight, at 18 mm -hmm. through, you know, adulthood. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I love giving back to the community, the reason why I hire a lot of young people and, mm -hmm. and, and have our internship program and we have, you know, the Fresco Foundation, the reason why we have all of that um is mostly because since i didn't have a someone you pay it forward right since i didn't have someone to to look i guess to to help me to mm -hmm. mentor me right um i want to be that person yeah i want to be that person for them and um you know it, it's it's a beautiful thing it's something that i'm i'm very passionate about mm -hmm. as well oh yeah i see yeah thank you thank you yeah. so how how does how did you find your 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 mentor how did that come about? <sighs> that was, uh, oh, another thing I want to say, because you were asking about entrepreneurship and you said something about people helping you. Um, one thing about that I've learned is that I never um, really cared to like flex my relationships in a way where I always felt like asking for a favor was no way. I, I, it's not doing it on your own if you're asking for a favor. And as an entrepreneur, listen, if you ain't never asked for a favor, save them up and that's when you ask for them favors because you're gonna need them and there's nothing wrong with that and i'm still learning that to this day i have friends that are like really julie like you know i have this amount of companies like why don't you ask me things and it comes from the mentality of i know que yo no lo voy a molestar yo no lo quiero um that 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 mentality of like that you're it's something bad or like you should be ashamed to yeah. ask for a favor or advice or things that are you know, obviously within reason. Right, right, right. But um, do you think it has something to do with how we were raised? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The the pride of doing things on your own and, um, you know, but also again, very humble. Yeah. You don't want to like bother anybody. Humble. Yes. You don't want. That's the thing. You don't want to ruffle anyone's feathers. You don't want to bother anybody. No, no, no. Déjalo tranquilo. No. Pero cómo tú vas preguntarle una una cosa así? You know, things like that. That it's right. like no, no, no. You actually should. Right. Um, and then you asked me, what was the other question? Oh, how I met my mentor. Yes. Okay. So that, this, this story is crazy because it was during quarantine. Wow. Which, to, how, how, Sway, really? Like how, Mondo? <laughs> how, Sway? Yeah, how, Mondo? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> um, During quarantine, uh, my friend and I, I lived on Laurel Canyon. She was on Nichols Canyon. So her and I would take walks around the neighborhood and because there were, everything was closed. Right. But we needed fresh air. We needed to, I mean, and I was going hard with the content during quarantine. So at one point I had burnout. Like I needed to just walk around and I love hiking. It was something that I actually fell in love with moving to the West Coast because I never really did it in New York. And um, the outdoors, I just experienced it here in such a different way because obviously the weather here is amazing. Yeah. So neighborhood walks, and one day I tell my friend Liz, who I would walk neighborhood with, I said, I'll race you to the stop sign. 
and we're on nickels and she's like, all right, bet. And she's with her dog. So we would always go with, you know, it was all three of us. Um, and we raced to the stop sign and I basically didn't really, I, I didn't get the, the distance quite right. Cause I was like, oh wait, this is a lot further than I thought. <laughs> so by the time I got to the stop sign, I let out a huge scream. I was like, whoo, like that relief. And I was like, dang, like, you know, out of breath. And it, the stop sign was at the corner of this house. And at the house, there was this man washing his car. And he's like, wow, that sounds like this viejito, older man. Oh, my God. If he sees this, I don't want him to get offended that I called him viejito, but he's older. And um, he's like, wow, that sounds like a scream and a yell of a winner. And I was like, that's right. You know, bye, 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 I won, all that. And we get to talking. And her and I were always curious about his little Fiat because he has it wrapped with puppies and images of pets and dogs and, and cats. And he's like, oh, that's um, my, my brand. I have an organic pet care company. And then he's obviously, he's, my friend is with her, with her dog, so they get to talking. And he's like, yeah, I also, um, I have done this and this. And I was like, my, my jaw and my eyes, my eyes were lighting up, damn near touching my hairline, my jaw like to the floor and I'm like, <gasps> Maybe you can help me wow. because I told him, I was like, that's crazy. I'm in the process of trying to get a lab to do this product. I've been in development now at this point, I was in development for over a year and a half and didn't have any luck. And he's like, yeah, I can introduce you to my lab. And then we got to talking further and further and him and his wife essentially became my mentors. Wow. He's created products for the biggest brands in the world. And he literally helped me in my own, I shouldn't say backyard, but 45 minute drive where I can go to this lab and shout out to Pedro in the lab, you know. Can, shout uh, out to Pedro. Yes. What up, Pedro? <laughs> um, and everyone at the lab that like really just took time to get it right with me because I was so specific in what I wanted. And I hope, it, I mean, I think it paid off because the feedback so far, and that's the joy, because all the other stuff that you go through, but then the joy of from vision to inception to ta-da, having it be tangible and in yes. people's homes and using it and all of that. I'm, I'm in awe <laughs> of how it happened that you went it's for crazy, a run, right? you sprint, and then you meet this person yep. that, you know, essentially change your life oh for sure oh a hundred percent shout out to mauro that's his name that's my mentor and yeah it's crazy shout out to mauro yeah. man that's, that's and spino organics which is his brand so if you have pets his stuff is gentle enough for humans he literally was like he challenged me he's like go go take your makeup off with this and if it gets in your eyes it's not a big deal i was like I ain't doing all that, but <laughs> but I believe you. But I, but it, it, it is. I mean, it's literally vegan, cruelty free, organic. All the things that I wanted for my brand, and his is beyond. Like his is super, super natural. Everything, like no harmful ingredients at all. Just like Republica, but um, like to another level. That's that's for pet care. That, like crazy. things like that, it, it was written. Like yeah. it was written for you <laughs> to to meet this person on on, on this specific day. Yeah, like, the synchronicity the of it all and how it happened and the fact that, you know, one of the most difficult times, obviously, yeah. you know, we've, that we've been experiencing and quarantine that was so hard on people. I and literally was by myself because I don't have pets. <laughs> I don't have a dog. I don't have a, I, 
I, I don't have I don't have a goldfish. I don't have anything. I'm literally I went through this time by myself. I'm yeah. literally a one man band and doing everything on my own. And then, you know, by the grace of God, meeting my mentor. And that's why I highly recommend mentorship. Now, this next section of the program is sponsored by Verizon. Verizon has partnered up with Oi Health to offer discounts and savings on telehealth services in tu idioma for customers and their families. And as you guys know, health and not just physical health, but mental health, too, is so important. So for this next question, I want to highlight mental health in nuestra comunidad Julissa, what would you say you do to take care of your mental health? Uh, I'm taking time. I mean, even my birthday just recently passed. Happy and, belated. Uh, thank you. I'm a Libra, so you know them scales get to tipping sometimes, <laughs> and we can be very extreme, and the point is to find that balance. Yeah. And for me, celebrating this birthday, I did the turn up, I got lit, and then I went to Arizona and went to a retreat and had sessions on mindfulness, um, classes on uh, gratitude, joy and harmony. And it was awesome because that was truly finding the balance. Like now I can, I, 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 you know, I, you would get reminded of things, the gratitude journal, the, nine, the next 90 days journal, the different books. Um, those are the kind of things that, Sometimes when you're going, 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 and you're a hamster on that wheel and you have tunnel vision on your goals and your dreams, you don't take a moment. And that can lead to burnout and that can lead to um, not just your mental health, but physical as well. Yeah. So it was nice to, um, yeah, to take a breather. Yeah. It's all a, a balancing act, mm -hmm. I feel like. Oh, for sure. The 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 workload the mental health the physical health because yep. i know you 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 stay fit i try my best how do you how do you what do you do to to stay fit yourself um get fit tim at get fit tim that's g-i-t that's my trainer nice <laughs> no literally that's my trainer um he's been once i discovered him uh i've been out here in la eight years him and i've been training at least five to six of those years so wow. once I was introduced to him, he's definitely one of the motivating factors for, you know, but again, it's about balance. So the same way I love to eat fast food and things that aren't best for you, I like to get on my health kick and go to the gym. I, I always joke and say, like, I go to the gym just so I can eat. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I love food and, you know, especially Dominican food and Latin food. And, you know, it's not always the healthiest, but um definitely work out with him and train um and then um on my own i'll do things i'll you know travel with things that i can do when i was you know on the go a lot um that i can do on my own and kind of just figure it out along the way but yeah. then there's some i mean what's today uh tuesday yeah, yeah i haven't been i haven't worked out and i know it's only the second day of the week but i try to get in you know at least a couple days of the week do you do other things aside from working out? Like, do you, you do walks? You do hikes? Yes, I love hiking. That's one of my favorite things to do in the outdoors, for sure. Yeah, I got into biking recently. Nice. Like, I, I bought a bike during the the pandemic, and I'm scared of riding bike in the street, though. Oh yeah, no, you gotta do you gotta do like uh, go to a park okay. or go to uh, go to the beach. I do like these beach oh, trails. Nice. So do you just 
pop it up on your car and then head out? I, my bike actually oh, fits you... in the, the, like the SUV that okay. I'm driving. Nice. So I could just like pop it. And I do night rides too. Nice. So I got a little. That mental clarity, huh? Yeah. Oh, next Another level. level. Next level. So yeah. I, I used to, I used to play soccer and soccer would kind of help me out with that. Mm -hmm. Like just, just be in the zone and be in that moment. You yeah. know, like mindfulness is all about like being in that moment. Yep. Um, that helped me just be in the moment playing soccer with my friends and running back and forth and scoring. Like it was something that was very special to me. Mm -hmm. And because of the pandemic, obviously I, I'm not ready to hop back into, um, contact sports. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I had to pick something else up that like I can clear my mind, but yeah. still like I could be, I guess, competitive in a sense where I can, pedal as hard as I can and then You're just competing like against yourself in pop a up yeah. right and but it's so dope like it's I love I'm, I'm a Pisces so I uh -huh. love being next to the water yes Libra and Pisces you know Pisces we we good peeps you know? <laughs> yeah and uh my it, best I, friend one of my best friends and assistant is a Pisces oh nice shout out to Liz Maris yeah Liz? Yeah, Liz. Oh, Maris. nice. What's you up, Liz? Liz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, Liz? She's a Pisces. I know yeah, I she's liked a Pisces. her. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, if you had uh, something that you can tell a younger version of yourself, like let's go back, you know, 15 years, mm -hmm. what would you tell yourself? Don't operate in fear so much. Let go of the fear. I pray about it to this day all the time. Um, it's a constant thing where don't get in your own way. Stop getting in your own way and calm the nerves and trust yourself more. That's something I definitely would, would tell myself. Uh, what is it called when um, you have uh, imposter, imposter syndrome? Have you ever experienced that? I'm not quite sure of what the definition of that is, if I'm going to be honest with you, because I see the term a lot, but I haven't fully yeah. researched what it means. Yeah. So imposter syndrome um, is 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 something like um, someone's going to be like, no, that's not exactly what it means, Mondo. <laughs> <laughs> it's some, it's comments, something. You know. <laughs> it's something like um, when you don't feel like you have earned your space. Oh. And sometimes people have imposter syndrome when they're in a room uh, with a group of people or when they're in a certain position mm -hmm. and they're not sure of themselves. Like, ah, uh, like, is, is, have I earned this? Like, you this? know you're great at it, but you are second guessing yourself. Right. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I've experienced that. Hello. You know how long I've been in entertainment? Come on now. <laughs> um, but yeah, just in life sometimes too. And that's what I was saying about the nerves. You know, sometimes even the nervousness of like, you know, you want to talk more or faster or this or that or, you know, and I can be very bubbly and hyper and all these things. And um, that breathing, that mindfulness, that living in the moment, that yeah. releasing of the breath, all those things. Um I think could help with that for sure. Yeah. I mean, certainly have helped me without even knowing the proper term, but yeah. Yeah. There's, there's something that I think you, you can relate because I, I've heard you say something along these lines. Uh, when I started in, in radio and in television, in the entertainment business, mm -hmm. people always wanted to kind of like put me in the corner or marginalize me as a Latino host. Mm -hmm. Right. So, it was almost as if I can't speak English 
you know, without an accent, right? Mm -hmm. Like as if I can't, I've tried. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I mean, I do try. I literally try. No, but you know what I mean? Like, it's not like our, our, in in Spanish and, 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 and Mexico, they say mocho, right? Where it's like. Your okay. your your Spanish está todo mucho, or your English está todo oh, mucho. Yeah, like, yeah, no, but like when it comes to you know my my English, I I speak fluent English, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, but networks and brands would often put us into these like, oh well, he's a Latino host. Let's have him do you know a Latino channel. Let's have him do. But you can know, you do you think you can fully host in in Spanish? I have. You, I have in the past. Yes, I have in the past. It takes a while for my Spanish to come back like uh-huh. fully. Uh, Spanish is my, my first language. <laughs> right now, it's pretty mucho. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I think it's, it's, uh, it's something that I, I wish in the entertainment business, um, they didn't like push us into this corner I'm as tripping. much. I'm tripping. I definitely feel like now I feel like I for sure have seen you host in Spanish. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, I, but, I would, but I'm talking like on some, on the news, like on some Univision Telemundo type hosting yeah, in Spanish. Yeah, well, you know, with the stuff that I, I, I've done not, is... Not the cool Spanish, yeah. not the Spanglish. <laughs> yeah. This, I'm talking straight, like knowing the proper words and terms for things Right, no, I've, I've, done the, I've done the cool Spanish, I've, I, you know, MTV3 yes. stuff. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, other things like that, but... No, to be full on, like, they have to do a noticiero, Univision yeah, right yeah. now. I don't think that's going to happen anytime yeah. soon. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't see that for me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, 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 what I guess my, my point is, um, I just think it's unfortunate sometimes that yes. they put us into, um, into this box, right? Like, oh, he's Latino, he's let, you know, she's Latina. Um, let's have them do, you know, Spanish programming. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, like, I want to do, you know, English. I want to do the, the uh, you know, MTV proper stuff. I want to mm-hmm. do, you know, not just the tres right, stuff. Right. And, and that took me a long time. That took me a long time um, to make that jump. But, like, when I first joined, you know, the, the network, when I first, you know, was in part of Viacom, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I had that happen where it's like, oh, well, he's Latino. Right. Let's have him do MTV Tres. Tres. Yes. Um, and I'm like, bro, I want to do MTV. Like, yeah, why can't period. I? Period. Why can't I do MTV? Like I grew up watching proper? it. I've been influenced by it. Why can't I do it? So it took a while for me to be like, do MTV stuff and MTV yeah. Two stuff. Yeah. Um, why do you think that is? How can we push forward? <sighs> that is a great question ultimately is just being knowledgeable and showing that you're fit for the job and that you're great at at it and that you earned the space and position to be in it. Yeah. I think because you can't deny talent. You can't deny preparation. You can't deny when someone is great at what they do, no matter what they sound like, look like walk of life. None of that. If they're great for the fit and the job, hire them. Yep. Whether their last name is Gonzalez, Hernandez, Bermudez, whatever it is. Yeah. If they're great for the job and they're a fit, hire them. That kind of when I, when I first got to BET, I think without before I even opened up my mouth, people were like, she mixed race. 
she had black half white. And then obviously that, oh, she got to be Latina with that accent, right? <laughs> and then it was like a big deal. But was it really? Because ultimately, Latinos, we watch BET. We listen to all the genres of music that they play, the hip hop, the R&B, the jazz, the soul, all that. All of we, it. We are influenced by it. We're, we watch it. We grew up on it in some households more than others. Doesn't matter at the end of the day. Like, it shouldn't be that shocking, is what I'm saying, yeah. to have Amando Fresco hosting on MTV that's not MTV3. Right, right, 1,000%. Yeah. Right, 1,000%. And, uh, yeah, no, I'm glad that you mentioned that, too, because I feel like when we watched, you know, BET and um, we, I felt like I was watching myself. Like, when I was watching yeah. Fresh Prince and, yeah. you know, uh, you know, Martin and... Like these type of shows, I felt like like it was it was heavily influenced by Daisy Fuentes' first Latina on MTV. Are you kidding me? I had a full circle moment with her. I shot a Coles commercial with her in South Africa, and I was like, ah, I couldn't believe it. Wow. But yes, sorry, wow. I got excited. I cut you off. <laughs> no, that's be how was that moment for you? Like again, full circle, man. It was like crazy. I couldn't even believe it. And she's so cool. And we follow each other on Instagram. Yeah. And, you know, she'll leave comments. And it's, it's just a wow moment because to get to work with people that influence you directly and in such a way, and that feels surreal. And it's something that you are proud of. And you think to yourself, well, I might be doing something right here. Let me stick to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've done a lot of amazing, great things. Thank you. What would you say is that moment that's that's closest to to your heart Ooh. um i mean i'm i'm gonna speak current day and of course it's not to be like plug 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 but starting a skincare line absolutely that's does it feel like your life's work i mean i don't where i'm at in my life i guess so but i have you know god willing so much more living to do <laughs> that maybe it'll change. I don't have kids, so I would hope to think that one day it'll, it will be my kids, you know, yeah. that I can say is absolutely part of my life's work and, you know, are great human beings. <laughs> um, <laughs> who knows? But, yeah, I guess current day, yeah, it feels like life's work. What do you say? Influencing, you know, the youth. Hopefully. For sure. Yeah, and no, I, I say that because I feel like it's it's a little bit of of everything that you've done. Like, you know, you're you are the face of this product. You've yeah. you've been the face of other products. Mm -hmm. You know, if when it comes I'm actually to more behind the scenes because I want it to stand on its own and I and yeah. I had a hard time with like, do I wanna be the face? And well, for, I for want now, people to explore now. it. Yeah, I I guess yes, you're right. But I want people to explore it in a way where if you know something about me and if I'm behind it and, and you understand and, and my journey and you want to support it, great. But if you walk in again into a store and don't know Republica from a hole in the wall, aesthetically, hopefully you're, you walk towards it and you're drawn by it. But wanting either way, I just want to put out as much greatness as I can. Yeah. No, On it, all fronts. I love everything about it, honestly. Like, and I'm not just saying this because you're my friend. You're, you're on, you know, yeah. our yeah. show. Yeah, your show. <laughs> I'm saying this because 
I, I truly mean it. I, I feel you. like everything about this product is great. I am going to, today, I'm going to purchase <laughs> Republica. I'm going to leave you that one. Are you, for real? Well, you already opened it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I, I can't return it now. Can't I can't return, send it out. I can't sell it now. <laughs> uh, no, but I would, I would love to gift it to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And I will And purchase. you guys better try it too. Yes, yes. I'm going to purchase the guys here uh, a, a few, a few, uh, yes. where can they get it? Republicaskin.com. Republicaskin.com. Yes. There it is. Yeah. I, I love that. Um, any upcoming projects aside from Republica and all the amazing things you're doing with that? Um, I know you were recently, you know, acting with Al Pacino, bro. What? <laughs> no big deal. Hunters. Oh my gosh. That was, yeah, Amazon Prime. That was a show that I put myself on tape. I read the script in one day. I, I literally only had a few hours anyway, because when I got the audition, it was the day before I had to submit my tape and it was in the afternoon. So I, um, towards evening actually. So I just, I was enthralled from the minute I started reading the first page. I said, this is great. Got to reading, got to reading, got to reading, then started preparation, you know, and I, I went in and I put myself on tape and I booked that off tape, which was crazy. Um, shout out to Jonathan over at um, Hot Shots Self Tape. Yeah, uh, shout out to Jonathan. Yes, he coached me, put me on tape, and we sent it off into the world. Didn't hear anything, and then it came back and was like, hey, we want to offer you the part. And I was like, what? Because acting for me is something that I've always loved. Um, I, again, went to performing arts high school for it and um, studied drama and theater arts and uh, Talent Unlimited High School. Shout out to everybody that, you know, hey. Upper East Side. Uh, and yeah, it's always been a love-hate relationship because that's something that you don't mess around with. Acting is a whole other beast. Yep. And there's, if I've ever questioned my chops and things it's definitely in the acting front because it is not easy and i don't know i just really was excited by the character and just the script and i actually didn't even know the full cast so the people i got to work with it was amazing yeah when did you realize uh al pacino was was part of this uh when i want to say when my agent told me that i got it that i got the part wow. and it's not that my character even had any scenes opposite him. It was just to even just be part of that ensemble cast. You know, the first thing they teach you in acting class is that you are part of an ensemble. It is not all about you <laughs> as much as we like to think it is. That's amazing. I mean, were you doing a lot of self-tapes? I was actually. Yeah. Um, it's, a it's always been a balancing act for me with the entertainment stuff and then now the entrepreneurial stuff. And I... Um, I never want to give a half-ass anything. Yeah. So it can be challenging to figure it all out. Do you self-tape on your phone or how do you do self-tapes? I've done that before. Um, I certainly prefer going in and getting that um, expert coaching. And if I have the time and yeah. if I, when I was in um, Atlanta, when I was working on Central Lab, which was another show that I absolutely loved doing, um, I was doing a lot of virtual self-taping and, auditioning that way because 
yeah, I'm just not at a point where people are on some, hey, here's the world, take it, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm always up for the challenge of auditioning. I'm never, never to anything for that. I'm a, I, I will ask for an audition. I'm like, just at least, at the very least, let me try it out. I love the drive. I love the, the hustle. <laughs> and I ask you about the phone thing because we've had, uh, you know, fellow, I'm not, not fellow, actors mm -hmm. actors not yeah. fellow actors i took a, i took a uh <laughs> well uh <laughs> fellow take fellow fellow thespians thespian now <laughs> um we've had uh some some amazing actors on the show mm -hmm. um you know I, I i took some acting courses in in classes you know throughout yeah. my in my heyday um <laughs> but uh it was more so so it can help me with my craft For it wasn't sure. it wasn't so i can get into acting that as much mm -hmm. um but no i was saying that because I, I, the actors that we've had on the show they've been telling me that they do a lot of self-tapes you know on their mm -hmm. phones like on their iphones and and things like that and with self-tapes the thing that gets tricky in general and in this business and anything that you do right as a person as a human being you are your own worst critic at times so self-taping can be an extra challenge because you're criticizing and you're putting yourself in front and all the nuances and all the things that before you submit it, you're, you're, you're going to be in your head and you're going to, again, you're in your own critical thinking of it. For all, sure, so. for sure. I mean, I would I would record commercials, audio commercials, mm -hmm. and I would listen again and again. I mean, the guys know when we record, you know, voiceovers and things like that. I'm like, yeah, I do oh, it. Let again. me do yeah, Let me do it again. One more time. One more time. <laughs> last one. Yeah. Um, when Never it comes to <laughs> when it comes to your your phone and uh, you know, again, we're talking about self tapes. Uh, All my tutorials I do on my phone. Now, this section of the program is sponsored by Verizon 5G. It's 5G built right from the network more people rely on 5g ultra wideband is available in parts of select cities and 5g nationwide is available in 2700 plus cities speaking of 5g i want to talk a little bit about tech what role would you say technology plays in your life today besides facetune the app no i'm kidding um <laughs> you don't need that <laughs> oh, look at her you. she doesn't need that <laughs> no i use my phone the most for yeah. sure um, I, I do pride myself and like when I'm doing my own shipping and fulfillment from my laptop, I'm like genius over here um, <laughs> because I'm not the best with technology, but I use my phone definitely the most. And even then I have my issues and struggles, but yeah, my phone. Nice. For sure. Nice. Uh, I remember when we went out to, to France and you were taking, you know, all these cool photos and things like that. You were quick to just like, bam, bam, bam. Like, let me upload and bam, bam. <laughs> like, I love how connected you are to to your followers, to your fans. Um, I'm sure yeah. that it's, it's, it's very, very time consuming. Social Absolutely. media is very time consuming. And, and it's another job. But you do such a good job at that. Thank you. And sometimes I do feel the burden of, oh, my God, my my content is slacking. It's slacking because um, it's something that I'm also passionate about. But even something as um, trivial as people may think is unboxing. But these brands are sending you things because they value your influence and your opinion of things. So 
you want to take the time to do that unboxing and shout them out and talk about the product. And if it is something that you end up discovering that you love, I'm the type that I want everybody to know. Uh, if I, if it's a lipstick, if it's a face product, whatever, I'm like, oh my, if it's a pair of jeans, you guys need these or whatever. I, I love sharing that. Um, and I love when my followers tell me things and, and it's a, it does have that sense of a community. Obviously with social media, you know, it's a two-sided coin. It's got its great things and it's got its bad things. So you got to take it for what it is and be aware and try not to let the comments, you know, sting too much. Yeah. But yeah, it's part of the, it, it's all inclusive, I guess. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the good and the bad, I got uh, some last good um, rapid fire questions here for you. Oh gosh! Before I let you go, this rapid fire heating up with Julissa <laughs> Bermudez. You ready? Yeah. New York or L.A.? Oh man, <laughs> this is hard. <sighs> I'm gonna say New York right now because I haven't been to New York in a minute, and I miss it so much. By coastal. Sorry, I don't have an answer. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. Salsa or merengue? Merengue. Because I'm a better merengue dancer than I am salsa dancer. Salsa, there's so much into it. Like, mer merengue is just like, you know, kind of vibing and, yeah. and having a good time, turning up. Yep. Salsa is like very intricate. No, salsa, I want to get that footwork. It's the footwork. It's the footwork for me. And the dips. And the, I love seeing it. Like two great salsa dancers when they get to. It's an art. It's so good. Yeah. Favorite Latinx food dish. What's Latinx? You know, Latino, Latina, Latinx, as Latin. uh, as uh, uh, Esteban Oriel would say. Favorite Latino food dish. Dominican breakfast. Los tres golpes. Mangu, salami, sachich. Well, should we say sachichong? Um, queso frito and huevo sancochado or frito um and you know you could do a little avocado and also with the fried onions that sounds fire it's so good best song to play at a party anything by drake <laughs> yeah what's your favorite drake song that's hard i have no idea <laughs> best singer of all time Oof. dang dang this is a toss-up because I love Mariah Carey. Love Mariah Carey. But to debate Whitney Houston, mm. hard. I'll take both. Yeah, same. Favorite Spanish word? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, wh why does everybody always think about like a word they probably shouldn't say? It's we always we get that reaction Besides often. Besides, coño lambón. <laughs> Have you ever heard of that word, lambón or lambona? I ha lambón? No, I oh haven't. Oh my gosh, it's not a good word. It's basically like like does it mean like kiss ass? Yeah, like a lambón. Yes, yes. Okay, yes, 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 yes. 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 Lambón. Yeah. <laughs> Lastly, what's one of your nicknames that no one really knows about? Ooh, Juju, but I don't get called it often. I feel like people know, but not now, not, not a lot. Not, not a lot of people. Literally, yeah, not even a handful of people call me Juju. Well, Juju, 
Oh my gosh. I want to thank you. I set myself up. For coming on to Mondo and Friends. It's nothing, nothing, nothing but love for you. And I'm so happy for you. And I'm rooting for you 100%. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Julissa Bermudez. And thank you so much for watching and listening. Wait, let's do it right. You high five me. There you go. And then I was going to give you a five. We're like paper, rock, scissors over here. And thank you so much for watching and listening to Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon.